Talk Zone presents Motivation with a Purpose Radio, the show that highlights the inspirational stories of people from all walks of life. Now, bringing you real inspiration, here are your hosts, Rich Hallstrom and Zeke Bambolo. Welcome to the brand new home of Motivation with a Purpose right here on Talk Zone. Every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, I'm Rich Hallstrom along with my co-host, Zeke Bambola. We seek to inspire, motivate, and challenge you to live and work with purpose once again right here on Motivation with a Purpose every week. And Zeke, hello once again, my friend. How are you doing? It's another wonderful day. It's a, it's a gloomy day out here, as you know, but uh, in Seattle, and this outside of the world, but yet and still, good thing that the gloom doesn't set my tone. Excellent, excellent. And as everybody knows, it's once again raining in Seattle. It wouldn't be Seattle if it wasn't raining. We got to keep up the appearances. We got to keep up the uh, stereotypes as best we can every week on Motivation with a Purpose, except where the stereotypes don't necessarily apply. And this week's topic is going to be a great, great topic and a great conversation with Amy Buckley from Dream Adventures. She is the CEO and founder of Dream Adventures, and we're going to find out what Dream Adventures is all about this week, Zeke. But I got a great question for you as we kick things off in our little crosstalk segment here at the top of the show. You ever had anything like a? You ever had anything like a bucket list? You know, uh, our guest this week actually intrigues me because I'm. I'm interested in hearing what she has to say and how she came uh, about this uh, concept. Uh, personally, Rich, I don't have a bucket bucket list, but, uh, I mean, I'll love to t- speak with Amy and kind of understand her a little bit because I think the way I approach this whole topic of whether or not I have a bucket list is the fact that uh, my experience from – uh, a while back in a civil war environment, I think gives me a different perspective to this whole uh, conversation of a bucket list. And it's not a negative, it's not a bad one or, or opposing one or one that I, I think I don't think is worth it. I think it's certainly a, a, a great idea. But I, I haven't, because of that experience in my life, I haven't really pursued life in the, in the sense of understanding of, uh, the, the concept of having a, a desire to create a bucket list. And uh, and I would love to talk with Amy about that and kind of hear her her thought. But I don't have one, Rich. I myself also don't have one. And I think it comes from the uh, perspective mm-hmm. of looking at life as having important decisions that we need to make yep. and also important things that we want to to accomplish, yep. and that's what I find myself uh, focusing on, not necessarily working at things from the back end and moving forward. I find myself more concentrating on what do I want to accomplish and how am I going to accomplish that and what motivates me to accomplish that. And Amy, it may, you know, Amy may look at that and say, well, that's, you know, I like to again hear her interpretation because she might say, well, that's exactly another perspective, another way, uh, avenue of looking at this whole subject matter of a bucket list. Uh, and she might just give us a new perspective on how we have approached that, that thought. But, uh, I think I understand what you're saying to her and that it's, uh, it's intriguing to hear where our guests will, will lead us today, and that's why we have these these guests because we are not the experts in these areas. They are. They bring a whole new uh, perspective to certain things that we, we, you and I, maybe haven't thought about, or maybe our guests and our fans, our audience, have really given a, a deeper thought to as well, and uh, and they bring value to the concept of the, your, this, this, this topic of show, motivation with a purpose, this drive, and they bring a value to it because they, bring a, they come from another angle that we necessarily may not have approached at any time. So I'm intrigued to hear what she has to say. What I hear you saying, Zeke, is that the term bucket list has a particular connotation, and that might not be the right connotation that we are putting to it. 
I, that may quite be it. And when we hear Amy's viewpoint and we hear her drive and sources that got her to this point, we might have a different view after all. Well, without further ado, let's bring Amy onto the show. But let me tell you a little bit about her before we do. In November 2006, Amy Buckley was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And for about a year, she struggled to accept and live with her illness. Then on Christmas Day, 2007, she went and saw the movie The Bucket List, and that is the beginning of our story, and it's my pleasure to welcome Amy Buckley, the CEO and founder of Dream Adventures, to this edition of Motivation with a Purpose. Hi, Amy. How are you? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Zeke. Uh, Good morning, Rich. Thank you again for having me on today. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us, and as I did in the intro, I brought us up to Christmas Day 2007, and for you, that's a very important day because you went and saw the movie The Bucket List, and to say that it impacted you is probably the understatement of the year. Why don't you pick up the story right there and tell us what it's all about? When I walked into the movie theater, um, I just was lost. After having uh, known that I had MS for a year, I was I was lost and I felt like I didn't have control of my life. And I'm 35 years old at the time, and um, I, I went into the theater, sat down, and started watching it. Um, if nobody's ever seen it, it's about uh, two gentlemen played by Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman, um, two wonderful characters, <clears throat> and uh, they they come in and they uh, they both have cancer. They're diagnosed with cancer, but they have two different backgrounds, and as the story goes, um, one of them suggests we should do a bucket list, and one has the money, one is a blue-collar worker, one's white-collar and background, and uh, they go through the movie and fulfill the bucket list, and at the end of the movie, I'm not going to uh, give you any idea what happens, but it definitely opened my eyes, so um, when I walked out of the theater... I said to myself, that's what I want to do. This is the reason I have MS. And uh, I want to, first and foremost, spread the word to everybody that life can change in a second. I'm not trying to be depressing, but to have everybody stop and think for a second uh, that life can change and that you need to overcome any and all obstacles, money, family, your job, children, uh, disability and do whatever it is that that is on your bucket list don't wait for something to happen and possibly have the chance to say gosh i wish i would have done this you know amy again thanks so much for coming to the show and uh i um i'm, I'm intrigued by this because i you know maybe i just have uh i have the same view you have me from another angle but I, I happen to have in my past, and I'm willing to hear what yours is as well, where there was a time in my life that I indeed, or multiple times, that I indeed thought life was done, not because I was sick, but mainly because I was looking, I was staring down the, the, the gun barrel of, uh, of an AK-47 in a Civil War situation about to get executed. And that, in my view, uh, when it comes to thinking of a bucket list, and this is where I'm hoping you can help us really wrap our minds around this, because... Instead of saying that that gave me a view that I wanted to have all these things, you know, done in my life, it just gave me a mission to say I'm, I'm, I'm more driven to not, uh, especially for my children and my family, to live an exemplary life that, is, uh, that sets the bar so high uh, for myself. And it doesn't mean a high just saying, well, I must achieve this, I must achieve that. It's just I must live an authentic life. That drives me to, instead of setting up some things that I, I, I want to get this done before I die, in a sense of uh, maybe a, a, a parachuting or something of that nature, uh, I tend to want to drive at saying uh, I must live a fulfilled life in terms of the way that I execute those things that have been put before me and that God has given the opportunity to approach. So I'm not sure if I'm misunderstanding or if you think that still kind of uh, shares a shade of what you describe when you are looking at a bucket list and creating a bucket list. Is this is that even close by any concept? I think that we all have, um, that's a great point, by the way. I think that we all have different viewpoints on what a bucket list can be, which is awesome. 
because some people may want to travel, some people may want to not travel and learn how to play a musical instrument, or um, just have a reunion with a with somebody they've a family member maybe they haven't seen in a while or never met. So I believe a bucket list may not be the appropriate term because it does have kind of a negative connotation on it, and people don't want to necessarily think about death. So I think that every day my mission is is to spread the word that whatever you do today, do it 100% because you may not get the opportunity tomorrow. All we have is today, and that is it. And so if your mission is um, on your dream adventure, shall we say, in a more positive light, if your mission is to just uh, uh, be closer to your family, be a better person, whatever that is to you, be um, um, if you're religious, be a better Catholic, um, then you're achieving your bucket list every day or your dream adventure every day. So uh, I think it's very personal and it can be viewed in different lights depending on the individual. So in whatever it is, I am here to help you. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I, I think because of what I just described there, the word that I use a lot of times in my my speaking and my writing, the things that I do is is I'm more driven when I say driven in a sense again of kind of a positive light, but is is leaving a very strong multi generational legacy. That if you talk about it, if I died right at this moment, that my children, my wife, and so forth, and even my family and my friends will be uh, motivated by a legacy that transcends me and drives, helps drive them and motivate them to do even better than I have, hopefully. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense because uh, I've often thought about that um, when I pass, whenever that is. I just hope that I've made a difference in, in people's lives in some small way, in something that I've said, something that I've done. I just hope that God gave me the, um, the power um, to make a difference in somebody's life, and however that is. So that is that is on my bucket list, shall we say, or that is my dream adventure, is just to make a difference in this world with the time that I have. And you certainly have taken that experience in 2007 and turned it into something very, very special. Uh, but, Amy, if you could tell us a little bit more about how that experience in 2007, ultimately morphs into dream adventures. How does that all work? How does that all work? So when I came out of the movie theater and I said, this is what I want to do. This is it. This is the reason I have this illness. I started looking at MS, um, not trying to shed it. Um, and I've often used the term shed it like a snake skin, um, like a skin, uh, like a snake sheds its skin, uh, but embrace it more. Um, now I do have my moments. <laughs> where I struggle, uh, so don't think I'm some superwoman here. But for the most part, I look at this and I embrace it every day, and I thank God that this is the gift that I was given. Um, so the first thing I did was make my own dream adventures list. Um, and at the top of the list was to return back to school. Um, I had an associate's degree um, in travel and airlines from National College or what is now known as National University, um, and I went to the campus in Rapid City, South Dakota, years ago. And then I wanted to get my earn my bachelor's degree and later earn my master's. So the school um, that I chose that was ideal for me was University of Phoenix. Um, I set out to attend the Bellevue campus, uh, which is one of four Western Washington campuses. And I earned my... Um, bachelor's degree in June of 2011. And then I continued on because number two on my bucket list was um, to earn my master's. I will be completing my master's degree in seven weeks, which just happens to be on December 12th of 2012. And I started my master's on my 40th birthday. So I was pretty dedicated not to uh, celebrate my 40th birthday, but to celebrate it by attending class. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. And my third on my bucket list, I'm a, a big sports fan, all different sports. Um, but a person that has definitely touched me in such a way strong was Coach Pat Summit. Um, Coach Pat Summit, if you don't know, 
is the former coach of the women's basketball team at the University of Tennessee. Um, and so I spent, I believe, six hours on writing uh, email to her in 2010. And I sent it to her, and then the team flew to University of San Francisco, or flew into San Francisco to play the team of University of San Francisco in December 2010. And I flew down, and I uh, sent flowers to the locker room. I sat courtside in my University of Tennessee uh, Lady Vol sports attire. And then after the game and after the Lady Vols won, I went over to Coach Pat Summit, shook her hand, said, Coach, I'm Amy from Seattle. Thank you for being a daily inspiration in my life. Um, thank you for helping me fight every day. And um, I get choked up about this every time. And she stopped signing my book, looked up, and said, thank you for much for coming down from Seattle and um, for letting me be your daily inspiration. And uh, that was it. So I've achieved three goals so far, and I'm, I'm still working on the rest of my list, but that's where I'm at today. Amy, what was the one lesson or two lessons that you learned from head coach Pat Summit specifically? What about her character, her personality, were you able to glean and put into your own life? Well, Coach Pat Summit grew up in um, Tennessee, and so I grew up in western Nebraska, and she grew up in the country on a farm, and I grew up on a ranch in, in Nebraska, so a cattle ranch. So we have similar backgrounds with that. Um, and then she is very, very driven, as most of all, um, most all of you know. Um, and besides all of her achievements on the court um, as a player, um, winning Olympic gold medals, and then coaching at University of Tennessee and winning multiple um, titles, NCAA titles. Um, she knows that she's her and her team are not going to win every single year. But when times get tough, um, that's when you have to dig deep. And that's when you have to overcome your opponent. And I looked at my opponent as MS. And there has been days and nights when MS has taken a good hold of me where I can't talk, literally, because of the expressive aphasia that I have, where I can't walk because of the spasticity in my legs, and um, where I become disoriented at times. And um, trying not to feel sorry for myself um, when my opponent is um, taking a hold of me and beating me on the court, so to speak. But uh, relying on my resources that I have having faith that I'm working on every day to make stronger and to learn that I can somehow beat this opponent. Maybe the final score um, may reflect that the opponent has won in the end. I don't know. The game isn't finished. But as long as I keep playing and um, keep putting points up on the board and keep a positive attitude and have... Um, Sitting there on those seats, um, on the bench, so to speak, I have a tremendous amount of support. Um, I have great neighbors in the RV park that I live in that have turned into my lifelong friends that have come out of their homes to help me inside my RV. I also have two Margarets that have touched my heart, changed my life. One's a professional counselor, one that's um, been like a second mother to me and inspired me. Um, and I have a family in Nebraska that loves me very much and has been there uh, through this entire fight and a partner of 15 years. So, um, And with my Catholic beliefs, all of this, and the doctors at the VA hospital and medical team there in Seattle, all of this together, they're all in the stands rooting for me to beat my opponent. And so that's how I translate it to... Um, Coach Pat Summit. It's a fight that I have to do every day. Well, uh, that was, uh, I, I really appreciate you sharing uh, so candidly there. We're right about here on our first break. So what I would do right now, I mean, I, I just want to say, uh, Amy, that uh, I can tell by what you just talked about there that uh, there are others that I'm pretty sure you that you come into contact with that 
are greatly inspired and motivated about what you're doing and how you've chosen to address uh, MS in your life and how you've chosen to use that. So, But when we come back, uh, we will hear more from Amy Buckley about uh, dream adventures and hear more about how she can drive us to make sure that we are setting ourselves up to not live life as if all is over, but that there's a lot ahead of us that we can yet take advantage of. So we'll be right back to Motivation with a Purpose. You're listening to Motivation with a Purpose Radio on TalkZone.com. Back to your hosts, Rich Hallstrom and Zeke Bambolo. Welcome back to Motivation with a Purpose. I'm Rich Hallstrom, and my co-host Zeke Bambolo is right next to me. And once again, our guest this week is founder and CEO of Dream Adventures, Amy Buckley. And Amy, let's get down to it. The nuts and bolts of what Dream Adventures is all about. How does it work? And what are you doing right now? And what are you looking to do in the future? And how can a person apply for a Dream Adventure through Dream Adventures? Well, once again, thank you very much, uh, Rich and Zeke, for having me on. Um, again, it's a true honor to be here today um, as your guest. Dream Adventures. I launched it May 1st. It's a nonprofit, um, and here we go. Dream Adventures inspires and aids in the fulfillment of Dream Adventures on the bucket list. That is our mission. And how I will achieve this is by serving as your personal concierge. I listen to what your dream adventure is, whether it's travel or non-travel. I research it, and I make recommendations to you. Um, on an individual or a company that is the ideal fit in making your dream adventure come true. Um, this is a complimentary service. However, 80% of donations that I receive will be um, will help fund an adventure for a firefighter, member of law enforcement, or a veteran to receive an adventure of their choosing that's done something heroic in the line of duty. I want to add that. Um, May 1st to October 1st, I was funding an adventure for an adult that was fighting a lifelong or life-threatening illness. Um, but on October 1st, I decided to change it. And the reason I changed it is because I realized how much the firefighters, members of law enforcement, and veterans have changed my life or helped me in this situation in the 41 years that I've been alive. So I just want to uh, take care of them because they've, they've taken care of me and so many of us in this world. So what I've done so far is um, I have um, done six of them, uh, Dream Adventure Achievements so far, and we've had a, a um, come in contact with a veteran that had stage 4 cancer. And he wanted to marry the love of his life. So with the help of American Legion 161 here in Redmond, Washington, and some other great donors, um, five other donors uh, that wish to remain anonymous, they have gave me the opportunity to help this veteran uh, marry the love of his life. And that was one of the dreams. That was the first dream adventure that I did. I've also encouraged somebody to buy a Corvette. Uh, the veteran had ALS, and uh, before he goes into, uh, shall we say, a wheelchair full-time and his uh, illness worsens, um, he wanted to buy a Corvette, and so he certainly did. So, Amy, am I hearing you correctly that uh, when you have these people are not calling you and saying, hey, I, I want to purchase a dream adventure obviously you are in a place where you are you're providing and by donations and i like to you know it seems like you have people that are individuals and so forth that are funding helping to fund this but uh your 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 desire per se to the individual that is benefit the benefactor here is to more give this away than have them purchase a dream adventure is that what you're saying yes that is ideally what i'm trying to work with but uh you know right now any donations that I receive are going to go help a firefighter, a uh, member of law enforcement, or a veteran um, that's done something heroic in the line of duty. That's where 80% of all donations will go. Um, that's going to go 
uh, help them do whatever it is that they want to do on their adventure list. But for all others, um, I am basically your personal concierge, your dream adventure concierge. Um, most of you guys don't have time uh, because of family and work and other commitments, so I take it on um, to do all the research for you as if I was going to go on the dream adventure. Okay. And uh, and then I turn around and turn the information over to you, um, okay. and we... Um, if you need further assistance from me, I'll continue to do that. And then I have you go out and do the dream adventure. And if you're satisfied with uh, your adventure, then I gladly accept any donations to help out the other oh. one get the funding. Oh, okay. Adventure. Okay, I got it. So I could, I could choose. Obviously, I, I could reach out to you. Again, you do the research. I could reach out to you, and you will do all the research uh, for what needs done. If there is some financial uh, responsibility that I incur, obviously, it's to me to choose to pay for those or not. But as soon as, but your 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 desire is that I will do all the research for you. I'll give you all the information that you need for whatever beautiful adventure you want to experience, and. Uh, Again, if you're happy with what I've done for you in, in providing and preparing and setting up uh, maybe even travel plans and so forth, then you can you can certainly go ahead and donate more. To which, at which time, if any donations come in, you will in turn pass that on to some kind of a, a veteran who is who obviously has a, a similar type of dream adventure in mind. That's correct, Zeke. A veteran, firefighter, or a member of law enforcement. Yeah. That okay. is where the donations are going to go. Um, I just want to share real quick, if you don't mind. The latest one I did, um, it was so unique and touched my heart. And trust me, I, I, I cried tears over it. I had a family member reach out to me and said that they lost their 22-year-old uh, son. And he happened to be a Washington State Corrections Officer. Um, in Shelton, Washington, and he was um, killed off-duty, allegedly, by a 16-year-old. Um, now, this gentleman, his name was John, and he loved the Seahawks. And so I reached out to my connections with the Seattle Seahawks, Mike Flood. He is the um, vice president for the Seahawks and Sounders in community relations. I reached out to him um, and gave him all the information about it. And Don's birthday was October 12th. Well, the Seahawks were playing October 14th against the Patriots. And the family's uh, dream adventure was to have John honored at that game. And so Mike, with him and his um, the staff there with the Seahawks, the PR staff, they gave the family field passes to the game and then put them up in the 12th man suite. So uh, I just want to thank the Seahawks for doing this. Um, Truly meant a lot to the family, and um, the gentleman um, John. I know he's up there listening, um, and uh, it was a pleasure to meet your family and honor you on this particular day. Amy, I have to ask you. Uh, now you're going through a lot of research and doing a lot of various different things and trying to fulfill all the his different dream adventures. If there was someone out there that wanted to also become involved in, and have a position with uh, dream adventures, is that possible? That's possible. Um, and they certainly can contact me if they just go to dreamadventures.org. O-R-G. Um, anybody that would like to contact me to receive a dream adventure or to learn more about it, they um, visit that website. And if they want to be part of this this company, it's something that I potentially could look at. Um, I'm open uh, at the possibility of working with somebody, but um, right now it's just uh, it's just myself. So, um, Amy, did did you? I, I was trying to was listening there. Do you when you talk about doing the research and so forth? Are you doing this all by yourself, or do you have? No, I'm doing it all by myself. And I go and I reach out to others, but uh, I, I'm the one that's that's the only one working with the company at this time. Okay. It's certainly a big undertaking, especially with my health and finishing up my master's degree. But it's something that I I dearly love, and and I just you know launched it May first, so you know I'm still in the beginning stages of my company. 
and um, but hopefully it will grow, and it will be um, my goal ultimately <laughs> is to put it on the map like some of my favorite companies. Um, Life is good company. Um, it really makes a positive difference, I think, out there wearing the T-shirts and the caps and whatever. And I certainly would like to have my logo on everything and um, put this company on the map so it's nationally known. Amy, if you had to say what your ultimate dream adventure would be to fulfill through dream adventures, your ultimate goal looking down the road, what would it be? My personal dream adventure? My ultimate dream Uh, adventure? No, if you want, uh, let me rephrase the question. Um, Using dream adventures, what would be the ultimate dream adventure if you were to use your imagination that you would like to fulfill through the mission of Dream Adventures? Boy, I can think of a lot right now, but I would say something that uh, would be very emotional. Um, How about a reunion? A reunion of loved ones that haven't seen each other ever in a lifetime or haven't seen um, a loved one in years. Um, I would say, uh, to me... To me, doing something um, that is not tangible, something that you can't purchase, is what I believe would be the ultimate dream adventure. So for the people that, uh, when you say that, for the people that you have touched so far, um, and uh, you described the family for the Seahawks, for example, tell me, tell me what is kind of a, what does a follow-up dialogue sound like when you know you've really, you've really touched a good corridor with a, with a family, with a person. Uh, what do you experience it? What is that dialogue like? Well, when I talk to the family member, uh, John's family members, right. uh, the follow-up dialogue was, okay, I, I have a contact with the Seahawks. Uh, I've contacted him. He said he'll be in touch. Um, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss. How's the family dealing with this? What else can I do? Um, I'm going to raise the funds. I would like to give the family something, possibly a Seahawk jersey with John's football number on. He mm-hmm. played semi-pro football at Grace Harbor. Um, like to, you know, give him a jersey or go out to his graveside in uh, Aberdeen, Washington, and um, stick something by his grave. It's decorated out. I, I've heard by his family with a field goal post, field goal post, and. Um, and uh, yard lines, <laughs> and that just made me cry because I'm a. <laughs> I grew up in Nebraska, so I'm a huge college and professional football fan. And um, to know that I'm helping, making a difference in a family's life, a person that I've never met, just by inspiring them and researching and giving them uh, connections, so that their family member now that's up in heaven can. Uh, they can somewhat start the healing process just by having a dream adventure. Um, and it's not me that's doing it. It's it's a group of people that I'm reaching out to to make this come true. And it just touches my heart. And I say, thank you, God, for giving me MS. That right there is what I'm proud to be doing right now. Yeah, and I and I and I have a I have a sense here to if I may follow up to that that you are touching people that are everyday people, people that you know sometimes for the most part would not even think to say let me move my mind my my body and soul into that realm of saying I want to have some kind of a dream adventure. So I think, you know, when we talk about, you know, maybe the rich and the famous, they can afford to go to, you know, Monaco or wherever in the world and do whatever they want to. But when you're touching lives of people that are everyday people, that's a different string, isn't it? It is. It's huge. And uh, it's making me a better person, I feel. And it's uh, very humbling to think that I have maybe a talent or a gift and that this is the reason that I have MS. And um, I just want to help as many people as I can. So if you're out there listening, whatever your dream adventure is, meeting a family member that you've never met, um, you know, you have an illness, okay, we can deal with this. 
just write it down what you want to do, and I will help you, and I will have the resources to, I will reach out to people, and we will find it so that you can live your dream adventure. There's no reason why you can't achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. Amy, I got to follow up on one thing that you said uh, several seconds ago. This has made you a better person. How has it made you a better person instead of tearing you down? It's easy when you when a person doesn't feel good. It's easy to fall into the trap that into the dark hole and you're laying there in bed and you don't have the energy to go do anything and you don't want to live anymore or you don't want to fight anymore um, and you think maybe people don't care about you. It's easy to fall in that dark, dark space. But you got to find the will to keep fighting every day and know that you're kind of in the uh, in the valley of life and that you need to get up and you need to start climbing that mountain peak. And I have been so blessed with so many people that have come into my life here in Seattle, um, in the Navy when I was in the Navy for 10 years. Um, but first and foremost, my family on the ranch in Nebraska, who I speak to many times throughout the day even. Um, just realizing that everybody has some sort of gray cloud, shall we say, that hangs over top of them. Um, and it's just, you have to overcome that to see the rainbow. And I couldn't have done it without my Catholic faith and all the people that surround me every day. So I'm becoming a better person, learn how to be stronger and more independent through them, through God, and just um, trying to um, make a difference in this world with the time that I have. Excellent answer, Amy. We'll be back with Amy Buckley from Dream Adventures after this time out on Motivation with a Purpose. It's time for more Motivation with a Purpose radio on TalkZone.com. Now, back to your hosts, Rich Hallstrom and Zeke Bambolo. Welcome back to Motivation with a Purpose here on TalkZone.com. I am Rich Hallstrom, and once again, my partner in crime, right next to me, Zeke Bambolo, here on this edition of Motivation with a Purpose. Once again, our guest is Amy Buckley, the CEO and founder of Dream Adventures, Amy, real specific question for you. Why should people choose Dream Adventures specifically to become involved with? Because there are all kinds of charities and good projects out there. But why should I pick Dream Adventures specifically? Well, you're right, Russ. There are thousands of wonderful charities out there. Um, and I'm a fan of quite a few of them myself. The reason you should choose Dream Adventures is because, like most of you, uh, time is limited and time is valuable. So when you're busy taking care of a family, you're working 40, 50 hours a week, um, you're traveling, a uh, person just simply doesn't make the time to write down what it is that they want to achieve um, on their Dream Adventure bucket list. So um, if you're willing to uh, trust me, um, you know, I've got a wonderful background in education, and I've traveled the world with the United States Navy, so uh, I feel like I, I'm the right person for the job. I am a great listener, and uh, I would treat your dream adventure as if it was my own and put in the hard work and the research um, and use the resources that I have to help you fulfill that dream adventure on your bucket list. So um, with my determination, my knowledge, my resources, um, I'm here for you. Amy, um, I want, I know the, the military especially does a lot to give a person a good view and understanding of discipline. And I can tell that, uh, 
even as you speak to us and as you, t- you, you've done a good job of not highlighting yourself in this whole conversation, but highlighting your, your purpose and your desire to help others through dream adventures. But I want to take this some time to really get back to knowing or getting to knowing Amy here. You, you talked a little bit about Nebraska, uh, but I want to start first. Do people really understand, um, uh, Especially with whether some like MS, you know, help us just give us a little bit of deeper understanding of what you're dealing with. I know you talked about some of your nighttime struggles and so forth, but uh, let's talk about Amy. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm liking hearing what your desires are and what you want to do for others. But how about you? Um, so what is what is, what is MS and how is this really affecting you actively right now? Okay, well, this is probably my least favorite subject to talk about I know myself. I know but we want we want we want we want our audience to connect with the but, heart that is that is okay. Amy, you know if you so. want to hear from the heart I'll give you the heart I'll give you kind of the day what it's like uh what it's like to be around me and what I've done so far with with my MS and what happens to me when I do struggle so uh like I said I was diagnosed in November 2006 um by Dr. Jean Milliken, and uh, she's a, the top-notch neurologist um, at the VA hospital in Seattle. Without her, uh, I wouldn't be where I am today. MS, um, basically in short to describe it, um, the connection between your brain and parts of your body, uh, the messages that are being sent to other parts of your body are being interrupted. There it is in layman's terms. And the reason it's being interrupted is because the nerves are being exposed, okay? They're no longer being insulated by what they call a sheath. Um, and I've also had lesions or plaque marks on my brain. So, um, hey, if you forget something, I'm allowing everybody out there to say it's a lesion on your brain. <laughs> but uh, um, what I face with my MS, um, many people have MS and um I guess the Pacific Northwest is known as the MS capital of the world, but you know what? I'm not leaving, and I love Seattle. But uh, what I face on a daily basis is, or maybe not on a daily basis, let me let me uh, retract that statement, spasticity in my right leg. So sometimes um, I'm unable to walk um, without the assistance of others or my trekking poles from REI. Um, I have expressive aphasia. Uh, in which I speak, it's hard for me to get the words up. It's not as smooth, it's more choppy. Um, and a little bit of disorientation, some temporary paralysis. And um, so that's pretty much what I have. Now, my body is like a light switch, so I can be talking to you right now, and everything's great. And then the next second, my body starts to crash. And that's my personal terminology of what I go through. Um, so those are the problems that I have, and when that happens, it can last minutes or hours. Um, and hopefully with the medication that I'm on that I just started um, two days ago, this medication is going to slow down the progression of MS. So um, I really haven't been on this medication, obviously, too long to know if it's going to make a difference, but um, I trust um, Dr. Jean Milliken and the medical team at the VA hospital in Seattle um, to take care of me. And so that's what I go through. But not every day do I have an uh, MS crash, shall we say. Yeah. So uh, you can trust me to, uh, you know, to handle uh, your dream adventure. So don't worry yeah. about it. It's just part of my life right now, and that's all. No, I appreciate it, and I, don't, I think what what people need to realize is, you know, what I'm trying because you also, I mean, you talked about loving all kinds of sports. You talked about your heart for Pat Summit and people like that. So I am only going to pre, uh, to guess here that your lifestyle, even being being someone that served in the Navy as well, has, was a very active and busy lifestyle as well in in in, in the past. Would that is that fair? That's fair. I'm. Uh... Since I was a teenager, I've always wanted to be a professional athlete, and uh, God just didn't give me the athletic talent <laughs> required to be a, a professional or even a collegiate athlete. So I uh, I dress like one. <laughs> I have all the clothes of Under Armour, Nike, and Adidas. But uh, yeah, I'm 
the only way I can participate now is intramural, but recently on July 4th, I ruptured my Achilles tendon playing volleyball at the VFW. So those people are pretty competitive down there. So no more volleyball for me, um, no more basketball. Um, my doctor did say I could continue to play golf, so that's what I'll do. Um, I don't think I can hurt myself too bad playing golf, so. <laughs> and, and and I also know, you know, as I keep as I keep driving, you just get into the heart of Amy. But I also know that you're not a slouch in the in, in the classroom either. You've got some pretty good, you know, in terms of what you've done in your academics, you've been pretty pretty highly successful, wouldn't you say? Well, yes, I am. I'm very driven, and and uh, that just comes from my family. My family is very successful, and I surround myself with successful um, friends. Um, so um, I'm always uh, driving to be just as. Uh, I hate to keep repeating the word, but successful as they are in my own mind. So um, I had a high GPA uh, when I earned my bachelor's degree, um, and thankfully I was just awarded the Community Service Award at, from the University of Phoenix Alumni Association. So that was a great honor. And in the November issue of University of Phoenix Focus magazine, I will be featured along with my company, and so thank you, University of Phoenix. Um, they have definitely provided me high-quality education, and the teachers and classmates have made a difference in my life. Yeah, yeah, and that's that, that's the that's a part when I say we want to get to the heart of Amy is that you know what, you're this is not by error or by you know it's just a, some kind of a mistake that Amy finds herself in the position of doing dream adventures this is this is uh this is the, the mold this is the cloth from which you were cut and you're continuing to to produce that kind of uh efficiency that kind of productivity and you know it's it's, it's one thing to just hear about dream adventure but i think our, our audience needs to know the person who you, that you are and that drives you regardless of, uh, of, of ms and the struggles that you go through whether it's a daily basis or a moment-to-moment basis yet and still you are in, I mean, watch people choose Dream Adventure. You epitomize why I choose Dream Adventure. It's why I was trying to get with that whole process. Well, Thank that's you for correct, sharing Jake. that. That's correct. And I just want to say I grew up on a ranch, and as I've repeated, in northwest Nebraska, about two hours away from Cheyenne, four hours away from Denver. Um, there's 93 counties in the state of Nebraska, and I grew up in Sioux County, which is the 80th, 80th, least populated. But this or, yes, but the second largest county in area. I went to a one-room country schoolhouse, like a little house on the prairie. We had outhouses till 1985 until I went to be a freshman um, at the high school 17 miles away. Um, and when I graduated from high school, we only had eight in my high school class, including me. And going back to grade school, I was the only kid in the whole school my third grade year. It was just my teacher and I. So I come from a really small community um, where people still wave at each other, drive pickup trucks, take care of their neighbors. Um, and if you want to borrow something, you have to drive a few miles to borrow something. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, And trying to go to McDonald's, boy, uh, my grandparents, they would say, well, I guess we'll go to McDonald's and it's an hour away. And I always thought it was a treat to get to go to McDonald's with my grandparents. And they grew up on the ranch is homesteaded. Um, and it's been in our family over a hundred years. So um, I'm very, very fortunate with uh, my parents that have been married for 42 years, each of them having successful careers. A younger brother that I got the greatest brother in the world um, that's uh, four years younger than myself. And, uh, and so I come from uh, good stock, shall we say. And then um, to go to the U.S. Navy because my dad served in the Army for three years. And then to uh, also join because of Top Gun, Mr. Tom Cruise. (laughs) Um, And I saw the F-14s, and that's why I joined. But uh, ultimately, I served on three aircraft carriers, and I served for 10 years. And I was out there, folks, during 9-11. I just want you to know that it was my greatest achievement. It's not the medals that I earned individual medals because that doesn't mean that much to me but it was being part of uh, over 5,000 people on board the U.S. Enterprise in the Persian Gulf when 9-11 happened and uh, we stopped dead in the water and uh, the skipper said as you can see what's happened on board uh, in New York City 
We're awaiting orders from the President of the United States of America. And we, probably after a minute of sitting there in the water, we turned. Boat started to turn. We went back into the Persian Gulf and took care of business. So I'm sorry for all those that lost family members and during 9-11, but I just want you to know that I was part of a big team here that took care of business. So I believe red, white, and blue, even though I've been out for eight years, but that's where I come, from Nebraska to the U.S. Navy and a couple stops in between, and now to Dream Adventures. So I promise you, all of you, I'll take good care of you. Amy, in our remaining moments, what lesson would you like people to take away from today's show? The lesson I want everybody to understand, just be happy. Enjoy every single moment that we have, even those moments of darkness and challenges. Know that those moments are making a difference in your life, although you can't see it or understand it, why it's happening. But you're not alone. And everything I believe in my heart happens for a reason. And I've been down that road where it's hard to understand why things are happening. But there is a rainbow. And there's a reason why it's happening. And you need to live life and appreciate every moment that you have. And uh, so whatever your dream adventure is on your bucket list, whether it's something that's tangible or intangible. You let me know. Contact me at dreamadventures.org. And my website will be updated in next week, I promise, folks. It hasn't been updated in a couple months because of my health, but it will be updated, and you contact me, and I promise I will give you 100%, even with my MS and uh, finishing up my master's degree, I will take care of you with the resources that I have. Just live your life because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And that's my that's my message for everybody. And, Amy, thank you very much for uh, telling us your message today and sharing your very important experiences from life and sharing yourself with us. I think that's the greatest gift that Zeke and I have both picked up during today's show is the personal impact we can have on one another. And once again, Amy, we thank you for the idea of Dream Adventures and for following through on it. And thank you for joining us on today's show. Rich and Zeke, I'm standing here and I'm saluting each one of you. And to all the listeners out there, thank you very much for listening to me and I salute you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Zeke, any final thoughts, my friend? One of the most impactful radio shows I think we've ever done. Yeah, you know, and uh, the guest does. The guest will do so much to drive the conversation. And when you have someone that is uh, just a great person and has a great purpose, again, for what this show reflects, motivation with a purpose. It just comes together in a very beautiful way. And uh, we talked about Dream Adventures, but we got to meet a woman today who uh, is, uh, you can tell, regardless of where you come from, the impact you make is all that matters. And she is making some impact on some people's lives. And it's meaningful. It's ones that will last for a long time. So I applaud her for what she's doing, regardless of the challenges she faces daily. Remember, folks, that life is not the starting line, but the finish line and what you do in between. For Zeke Bambolo, I'm Rich Hallstrom. Join us next week for another edition of Motivation with a Purpose.